Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello everyone and welcome back to another Super Rugby Podcast with your hosts Damien Warren and Toby Harris. Yeah, see, the thing is, is you're looking at me like that, but deep down you're like, yes, it's good Toby to be back. Is I... here with me again. Because many things have changed. Many things have changed. Mm. We've moved buildings. We have. You're not living with me anymore. <laughs> For those that don't know, we used to work together in a boys' boarding house. Not sure that sounds any better. No. But, <laughs> but one's moved out and I'm still stuck there. So, yeah. Well, this is, goes back to our first thing from our listeners' supporting comments. So, yeah. should I read it out? Mate, let's go. Boys, boys, boys. Where have you been? And more importantly, when will you be back? My week... Like the England rugby team's back line has lost all its shape. <laughs> I need my weekly happiness podcast to get me through. Looking forward to hearing your warm tones sometime in the not-too-distant future, I hope. And that's from 123 Mike from Oz. It should be Mike, 123, and then like a clap. I like that. So just to fill every, just to fill everyone in, not like that, Toby. Sorry, um, we we have been away for a long time. Obviously, you know that I've moved house. I've moved out. We have officially divorced from our friendship from from, <laughs> from, from our job. A lot's changed, um, but it's so good to be back. Actually, it's kind of better because I don't see you that often now. So now, when I see you, it's going to be like <laughs> it's wow, be good. Eh? And do you know what has stayed the same? Your hair, COVID, yeah. Oh yeah, my hair. No, that's gotten no, longer COVID's and gone, more lush. Mate. COVID's nah. gone. Has it swept under the rug? All those coughs and splutters—they're not COVID. <laughs> they're cold. They're fake COVID. They're the common cold. <laughs> um, but also our hatred for English rugby—that has stayed. That it's has an enduring stayed. love. <laughs> that one, that's for sure. 
Shall we cover breaking news? Breaking news, mate. Breaking news. I'll go first. Whoa, 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 oh. whoa, whoa. Kindly oh. supported by... Oh. Super XV. Rugby website. Yeah. We like them. We do. They we like do. us. Do they? Well, I hope so. I hope so, too. Um, Can I just say, none of no, these stories... No, you can't. Why none do you of these always stories, interrupt me? None of these stories that we're going to read today surprise me. There's a constant theme of rugby being the most unprofessional sport ever. The most unprofessional professional sport ever. Correct. We've spoken about that many a time, haven't we? Do you want to go first? I do. Disrespected. So, Mario Ledesma has lashed out. Now, when I saw the, I saw the video, you know, and I was like, oh, yeah, look. Are you going to hang on? Are you going to explain why he's lashing out? Yes, I am. Okay. I'm getting Can you there. do that first? It's just a long <laughs> explanation. No, I will do it first. Um, so he's lashed out over uh, the captain's photos that South Africa, um, Australia and New Zealand all went to on the beach, you know, catching up with friends, blah, 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 blah. And then Argentina left in the lurch, nowhere to be seen. Thank you for coming. Yes. So he's sort of lashed out about that. Disgraceful. Said, it's not fair. You know, why were we not invited? We're part of the rugby championship. And I'm sorry, but I've got to agree. Oh, wholeheartedly agree. You know, I know they're bottom of the table. I know that. But it's not the point. But also, can I just say, there's a couple of things here. Firstly, the reason why they were left out was because they couldn't attend. But when South Africa couldn't attend, they rescheduled the photo. Yeah. When New Zealand couldn't attend, they rescheduled the photo. When the Aussies couldn't attend, guess what they did? They rescheduled the photo. Correct. But when they couldn't attend, they just kept on with the photo. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't That's really matter, does it? Isn't it? And they are the only team who have played away from home all of their test matches. They've been in quarantine. They've done everything. They've jumped through a million one hoops to enable them to take part. Yeah. Whereas New Zealand's played in New Zealand, Australia's played in Australia, and South Africa have played Lions. And their first two matches against the Argentinians at home. Uh, yeah, in so South Africa. I, I think they've got a lot to be upset about, really. Oh, I think it's warranted, definitely. What do you think they should have done, though? I mean, it sounds village to me. Come on. Oh, it's been a while since we've said that, hasn't I know, it? it's good to have this sort of conversation back, <laughs> you know, back in my life. Um, but it's village, isn't it, that they, they, all right, everyone, shall we have a photo with all the captains? Oh, we can't make it this week. <laughs> Can we do it on Monday? No, no, we can't make it on Monday. What about Tuesday? I mean, it's ridiculous. I'm sorry, but how can they all not make it? Make it, you know, early in the morning when no one's training. Oh, are they all in different spots? I mean, I know they'll be in different hotels and all that sort of thing, but they're yeah. playing like back-to-back, aren't they? You know, New Zealand, South Africa was the curtain raiser for Argentina, Australia. Yes. That's what they've done. Well, they could so just why can't they take the photo before one of the matches? Not rocket science, is it? Wow. It's really difficult, though, isn't it? It is. Shock horror. Shock horror. In saying all of that, can I just say it's been a damn good tournament, hasn't it? We're going to get over that Yeah, we will, we will, we will. Next up, mate, which I thought was very interesting, was Sam Burgess apparently was told he'd play at centre in the Rugby World Cup before he signed his rugby union uh, contract. So they said, hey, listen, really? you will play in the Rugby World Cup, you'll play at centre, sign here. But the thing that got me was, 
he started it at a, as a loose forward. Yeah, that's because Bath, who signed him, who signed him or were given him, said, "Listen, he's not a centre. He needs to play as a loose forward." And yeah. actually, I a hundred percent agree. He wasn't a great centre. No. And actually, if he had stuck around, he would have been a very good loose forward. Nah. Nah. He would have been. Nah. Really? Yeah, nah. Too one-dimensional, I reckon. Well, maybe. He's just a big, he definitely wasn't to be a 12, fair, was he? was a strong runner. He was a strong runner, but he, I don't think he was used effectively, or he was too easy to shut down in the midfield. He, did, he didn't have the skill set to play in the midfield. It's just a donkey. You know, wasn't I mean, it? let's be honest. He he was very, as you say, good hard runner, good hard tackler. Yeah. But did he draw and pass? Did he set up his outsides? The no. answer is absolutely not. Because no. he he's never had to do that before. He's a damn good rugby league player. Terrible husband by all accounts as well. We're not laughing. We're just laughing at the fact that you know he was a terrible husband. He was a terrible husband. Next story up, mate. Next yours. story up. All mine. of them are yours, mate. All of them. New Zealand rugby to trial radical new laws affecting scrums and high balls. So no scrums <laughs> and no kicking, <laughs> yeah. which would really... <laughs> which re- really suit us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> South Africa. Sorry, fellas. So I, I, I do like this because, you know, it is... Um, new Zealand often do this. They often like to trial these things be the first ones to get in front of the game and see how it goes but they're going to trial it at the amateur level so it's not going to be brought in at the professional level they're going to see how it goes and they're trialing the big one is waist high tackles waist high tackles I don't think that's going to make a blind bit of difference when it comes to concussions in fact, if anything, I think it'll make I more think it'll concussions. Make it worse, yeah. But that's going to be really difficult when you've been playing for a long time. But I think the Razzler Dazzler mentioned that if you did do waist-high tackles, there'd be a lot more offloads, which would speed the game up. I think it's going to change the game completely. It's almost going to look like a, a different game. A better game? Nah, because I like seeing people get boomed. Oh, no, you. I well, like you, can still, you can still. You can not really. Oh, you cut them in half. You can. No, that's not waste, though, is it? If you're going to cut someone in half, you're going to get them above the waist, between sort of well, in the core region. That's where you're going to cut, cut someone in half. half. Yeah, actually, go waste. You, yeah, you're probably going to get boomed, aren't you? Exactly. You'll get the bunt. As oh, we used to call yeah, it but back there's home. not enough bunts these days, <laughs> is there? No, no buns. Bring back the bunt. Did you know? Did you know what? Everyone loved a bunt off, didn't they? At school, there used to be a game that we would play called bunts, and we (laughs) we would literally just try and bunt each other, and we couldn't tackle high, and we used to try and bunt each other. That's what it's going to be like. I might be quite good at it. (laughs) Well practiced. The the other one here is uh, the high ball one. Following a reset scrum. The team feeding the ball will be given the option of an uncontested scrum. <laughs> what a ridiculous rule. They, they shouldn't bring I that think it's in. because like if, if the scrum goes down, right. they want to speed the game up. So okay. well, the scrum goes down, I uncontested get ball. I kind of get that. And I've spoken about that there's so much time wasted on the scrum 
that this it's would not obviously wasted, this would, mate. It if is you're a though, front it? rower. It it's is. not wasted. This is what you live for. This is what you train hours and hours this for. This is why you eat all the donuts it, it for that would, moment to become one. But it would it would speed the game up. Oh, hugely speed the game up. It's hugely, mm. mate. Last story. Love the story. Can I just say that everyone else, this story, everyone else has has, has thrown some hissy fits. And said how ridiculous. I'm going to say, I love this story. This is, wait for it. We'd be foolish to close our minds to the 12s competition. I love the idea of the 12s competition. Can I tell you why, Tobes? You're going to. Anyway, I will. Money. Right? If it comes off, it's going to be like the Indian Premier League, right? When players from all around the world... Get auctioned off, get paid loads of cash, right? What does world rugby need to keep the top players playing in their countries? Money. And if you're a New Zealander and you're at the top of your game, you're going to be getting auctioned off and you can afford to go and play three weeks of rugby in wherever it is in the world and come back and live in New Zealand, and it's going to be amazing. You can do that if you're Australian. You can do that if you're South African. You don't need to play all over the world to make this money. You know, these Samoan boys, these Fijian boys, they'll be able to play in the Fijian Jura team, and they'll then be able to stay with their families. It's going to be great. I just don't think it will be that easy, because the... Premiership rugby in England, they won't release players. the The French teams won't release players. Yeah, I'm not, I, I listen. I and know what you're going to say, but the thing is, but I like if there's the enough idea. money, like the Premier League, like what happened um, with you could go right back to lots and lots of sports. Yeah, super <laughs> rugby, super rugby, lots and lots of sports. Which super rugby, then? right? Rugby league. If the money's on the table, the players will demand that they have to go. And it'll be very difficult to stop them because if you're going to get paid $2 million for a three-weeks competition, guess what you're going to do? You're going to break contract and you're going to go. It's happening in cricket, right? Yeah, but I think, and to be fair to cricket, it's changed now so that players can actually go overseas for that period of time to play the IPL, to play, I don't know, any other thing that they choose. <laughs> any other thing. You, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. you know, like... Big bash they or... Can, yeah, so, so the clubs have changed. International teams have changed to fit these big spending Yeah, but they, competitions. Did, they didn't no, want to. No, and that's, what's, that's what might happen with rugby. They won't want to. I know that. But they're going to have to change... Because potentially the money is going to be big. Yeah. Now, the problem being is who's going to bankroll these rugby teams? Because if you talk about the Indian Premier League, that works in India because you've got some mega, mega wealthy businessmen. Uh, The French, maybe, maybe there'll be some French owners that want to want to run it. But maybe you know you're going to have to get like eight incredibly wealthy individuals who are going to fund these teams. America. Maybe. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm just excited. And people are saying, nah, I'm saying yes, it needs to happen. We need this in the rugby world 
to take place. Now, I do think it's weird. It's 12s, but actually it's close enough to 15s that actually it still will look like rugby rather than sevens. What about tens? What would you say the I like, difference I between like tens, tens and but I just think if you went twelves, you'd still have quite a free-flowing game because it would look like rugby. There's only three less people, and that's not that's the back three, isn't it? You know, you are right there. Um, let's go. Should we go eleven? Because <laughs> I genuinely think. Tens, there might just be too much space. I think twelves is about right. I'm going to say it. I Do think twelves is right. Yeah. See, I six think less players on the field. Six less players on the field. When you say it like that, that's a that's a lot. It's a lot. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Because you're going to still have to drop someone back, aren't you? You're well, still you going have to drop to, two yeah, back. Yeah. So, you know, it's a big difference. But does that create enough space in the defensive line to make a big difference? I think it will. Yeah. I think it will. Hmm. What do you think? Well, we'll find out, <laughs> won't we? We'll find that out. It is weird, isn't it? Like, I've never heard of 12s before. I actually, uh, maybe I'm a bit biased because I wanted to start a 12s competition, but that was actually all about transport and getting getting school kids on a bus. Right. And if you had 12s, then those mini buses with 16 seats, you could get a team on. That's the reason why. There you go, mate. Hey, listen, we're over to... The result. We are over to the results. Do you want me to read so, out the premiership results? Yeah, you read out the um, premiership rugby. So first up was London Irish uh, with a great draw against Sale Sharks, 31-0. Bath narrowly lost to a fantastic, I mean, Rajwan. We've got a mate. Have you heard of Rajwan? He no. is a Newcastle Falcons winger. He is unbelievable. Is he good? He would make the twelves team. Would he? Oh, what position? Winger, unbelievable, mate. I'm going to show you some highlights. He's out, okay. out of this world. So they won. Uh, Newcastle won 2013. Exeter Chiefs a second loss in a row to Northampton Saints, 26 uh, 24. Harlequins nipped against Worcester Warriors a win there, 35 29. Wasps 44 points to eight. Bristol. Bristol are getting absolutely smashed this uh, this year, and Gloucester narrow loss to Leicester Tigers twenty six thirty three, which means that Leicester Tigers are top of the Premiership. I mean, there's only been two games, mate. It's a sign of the future, good. though. Hey, Bristol and Exeter Chiefs, they're right know, at the bottom, bottom two, bottom two, yeah. Wow, below Gloucester. Which is saying something, because they were absolutely rubbish last yeah. year. I mean, they still are, so... Do you want to do the... I'll do the New Zealand Bunnings MPC. Love that, <laughs> Bunnings. Is Got that like hardware? High, yeah. Hardware, Bunnings? Bunnings is ace, mate. Bunnings is like B&Q in this country. But better. Loads better. It's like the warehouse, but for tools. Mate, the warehouse is terrible. Everyone gets a bargain there, bud? Everyone gets a bargain. You okay. go for it, mate. So, uh... Taranaki beat Bay of Plenty 55-28. Uh, uh, Hawks Bay narrowly beat Wellington 31-28. Can I just say we've got, a, we've got one of our listeners loves Taranaki. Really? we loving that result. They absolutely thrashed them. Uh, Canterbury, oh, this is a southern derby. Canterbury beat uh, Southland 19-16. to Close game there. A bit closer than you'd imagine. Yeah. Manawatu. 
31 points to 19 against Northland. And Waikato uh, beat Tasman 39-22. Now, did you like that pronunciation? Yes, you did. What? Waikato? Waikato. Uh, so that's... <laughs> What, what pronunciation did I love? Mate, when you listen back Tasman to it... Tasman or the cut When you listen back to it, you'll go, ah. Uh, I yes. understand. It just shows that while you're talking, I don't actually listen you to it. You just zone out. So oh, Waikato, yeah. uh, atop Hawke's Bay, Tasman, and then Canterbury. The mighty Canterbury. But it's all close at the top. It, it is, is very, very close. Over to the Rugby Championship. Australia... Another victory. Three in a row. The first time in a long time that they've won three in a row uh, was 27-8 against Argentina. We're going to talk about that a little bit more. Uh, New Zealand, the narrowest of wins against the mighty South African pack and team. 19 points to 17. And if we're honest... Rubbish game. Shouldn't have won. Uh, Only two tries in that game. One from each team. That probably summed up the game, didn't it? But can I, I, I? This would be a great quiz question. When was the last time South Africa lost three in a row? Now you know people that do proper podcasts would, would actually know the answer to that. Yes. So I'm going to ask you: When was the last time they won three in a row? I think it was 2016. You know. Oh. Ooh, you actually know. No, I wouldn't have a bloody <laughs> Scooby-Doo, mate. <laughs> Good though, eh? Confidence. <laughs> Confidence. You fooled me. Everything in that one. <laughs> so New Zealand top of the table, all wins. Australia second, South Africa are third, and Argentina are yet to have a victory. Yep. Won't get a victory. Can they get a victory? Can they get it? Haven't they played? No, they haven't played Australia twice. That, no, this, this, is, this is the last round. This is the last round, yeah. So... Effectively, New Zealand have won, but... But they, they can get the Grand Slam, which they haven't got for a very long time. Mm. I don't think anyone's got a Grand Slam in the in the Rugby Championship for, for a very, very long time. Very, very. Good, though. Mate, what caught your eye over the weekend? So, uh, I've written nothing down because I've got far too much work on, but Geordie Barrett. We do not like Geordie Barrett. Well, no, listen. Hang on. I listen. do not like Geordie no, Barrett. No, no, no. I don't like him either. <laughs> oh. But I have to say... You haven't let me finish, I'm by the way. slightly warming. You haven't let me finish? No, I haven't. No. So, Which I'll is finish. normal. I'll finish. For us. <laughs> um, oh, you've lost me train of thought, mate. No. Uh, but he... It, it's it's hard to not like him now. Oh it, no, it's no, it, it's, it's still, still hard. hard. <laughs> it's, but he's playing well. He is playing pretty well. Yeah. Oh, you know, hundred yeah, percent off. Mar- the boot. Arguably, you'd say that he won us the game on Saturday. Well, he did because he kicked the three points, and it was good. Yeah, some good kicks. That's why I mean. he belts it, doesn't he? As well, he can kick a ball. <laughs> he can really he's go got for a it. big toe. A big toe. He's not fast, but he's got big toe. He's also improved his haircut, and I think that's an important part of why I'm starting to warm to him. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen Richie Moinga's haircut or David Havili's? David Havili is disgusting, yeah. So but I love rank. it. I still love it. <laughs> it's a right Kiwi mud bloke. flap. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, you're right. Geordie Barrett is starting to melt my heart. 
And actually, seeing his Oof. name on the team Whoa. sheet doesn't make me throw up anymore. It makes me feel still a little bit sick in the back of the throat, but it doesn't make me throw up. No. And do you know why? Because actually, with him on the pitch, I know We've that, got that Foden won't have to kick. And how terrible is he at kicking? For a guy who can do amazing things with the rest of his body, mm. it seems like with his foot off a tee, just for some reason, just can't do it. Awful. Awful. Uh, Quade Cooper. We we haven't... We Obviously, we've been off for a few weeks, and we were going to do one last week, a, but... A few just weeks. Thinks, we've been <laughs> off for months. <laughs> but Quade Cooper has come back into that Aussie team, and... Would I say he's never been better? He he hasn't run with the ball at all. Like, you know, you look, roll back the years. Mm. Quade Cooper was unbelievable ball in hand, wasn't he? He was a sidestepping guru swami. I think he still is, though, but he's just become a very, very good pivot player as well. You know, he's feeding his back line rather than being quite selfish. And... and it, yeah, he's good at it though. There's there's been a number of times when I've been watching where it's he's got so much time on the ball, he makes it look effortless. Yeah. And the last player that I genuinely think does that was Dan Carter, mm. where he he just makes it now. Cool as a cucumber. Will be saying, "Oh, you can't compare them," and you can't compare them. But what I'm trying to say we're is, we're not comparing them though. We're it com- looks effortless. Yeah. Where he's got the ball for just what seems to be like an eternity. Yeah. And then he seems to make the right decisions more often than not. It's about it's 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 what I think. It's like watching Richie Mwanga. It looks like he's got more time than he actually has. See, I don't see that with Richie. I think Richie is so off the cuff. Whereas Quaid has got that kind of cool no, and calm. But Quaid is yeah. and was definitely off the cuff. He was, yeah. That's what I mean. He was yeah. so off the cuff. Yeah. Whereas now... He's a bit more mature. Way more mature. Do you know why? He's a bit eating more beans or something? No, no, no. Carrots? He, he, is he, that, oh, that's he's had a He's had a yarn with Sonny Bill Williams, mate. <laughs> he's had a yarn with Sonny oh, okay. Bill. Okay, so, so <laughs> I'm the Sonny Bill story. So I was watching the rugby this weekend with my wife. Yeah. Was she? Okay. Was she's she watching the rugby it, with me. I think she was more looking at the guy's legs. <laughs> rugby anyway. bum. <laughs> yeah. And at halftime, I just, Sonny Bill comes on. Oh, Sonny Bill. <laughs> oh, yeah. What's up, Sonny Bill? I kid you not. I didn't say anything. I, I wanted to. <laughs> but I said nothing. And my wife turns to me and she said, he's not very intelligent, is he? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that says it all, that says it? it all. That says it all. And so, you know what? I always knew she was a good judge of character, but <laughs> I didn't quite know how. Yes, oh. he, but to be fair, he's got a lot better. A lot better on the TV. He will, though. And, and he and will get loads better. It's like Andrew Murden's at the moment. It's so bad. No, he's not. He's yeah, good. Oh, Andrew Murden sucks on the television. No, he doesn't. Justin Marshall used to be so bad on yeah, the television. Yeah, you love him now. I don't love him. You got like the Geordie Barrett love for him. Me, oh my, oh boy. A boomfer. A boomfer. You got to love that. Got to love that. That's gone as well. He doesn't do it that often. Nah. Maybe that's why you like him more. Maybe. Maybe. But we're also forgetting 
What about Karevi? Karevi's mm. a secret sauce. He's like, um, what is it? Um, you know that chicken place? What is it? What is it? Uh, Nando's. Nando's. He's like that chicken place. <laughs> he eats a lot of chicken. <laughs> He's the secret sauce that you, you just can't replace. Like you know, KFC. He's the secret recipe. The secret recipe. Honestly, how many times have I said to you, the way to win world rugby at the moment is have a big centre that will get you over the gang line. He has done that. Karevi has been, him and Cooper together, I think at the moment, are the most effective 10-12 duo in world rugby. I was just going to say, do you think Karevi is the best player in the world right now? He would be... He'd be on my team sheet if I had a 12s team. Yeah, but that's not the question that I asked Is he you. the most... I think he... I don't think he's the best player, but I think he's the most effective right now. player. Right. He's the one guy... So who's the best player in the world right now? Oh, that's a great question. I think... Wow, great question. Um, best player in the world. Aaron Smith's right up there. He's not playing right now. Well, he is playing. He's just... Stayed at home because his wife's given birth or something like that? Has he joined the squad again? Don't know. Mm, no, no, no. Okay, so uh, let's just say Aaron Smith. Okay. But not Aaron Smith. No. Because he's not there. Bodie's playing pretty well apart from his kick. If you, not you the best take, player in the world. Not the best take, player in the world. you take the kicking out of the game. Nah. Right? And and basically we have with Geordie kicking. Yes. Which was like so nice to see. Yes. Bowden's been Amazing. Amazing. Saturday? It wasn't his fault, mate. Not saying it was his fault, no, but he, he wasn't He was amazing on Saturday. He was still amazing on Saturday. I mean, how many times did, did the All Blacks knock the ball on and try scoring opportunities? And he set them up. Yeah. So, okay. Okay, but yeah. I still I, don't think he's the best player in the world right now, I would though. say you're right. You, maybe you're right. Maybe he is the best player in the world. Who? Karevi. Oh, thank you. Who yeah. would you say? You say Karevi. I'd say Karevi, yeah. Nice. Yeah. I can't think of anyone else. Or I'd say Sevilla. Oh, Teliana Tupo. He's been... How good. I'm sorry, (laughs) but how quick is he for a big fella and then just the no look under the armpit? I think that's the big thing for me is you look at... uh, Okay, so let me go through why I think Australia. Honestly, I think if Australia play New Zealand now, uh, let's just forget about those first three games because now that they've got those... Cooper and 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 Karevi and firing a number of on others all cylinders. firing on all cylinders, and they weren't the first game against New Zealand. They were that, that was their first game. Um, or did Cooper play? No, he didn't play against New Zealand, did he? But let me go through their big ball carriers. Now, New Zealand does not have ball carriers like these guys. Corin Betty, all right, first one. Taliana Tupo, unbelievable. Valentini at eight. He's a big guy. Then you've guy. got Tate McDermott just nipping around the edges. Nick White nipping around the edges. Michael Hooper. See, Hunter now, Paisami, who's who's not even not even in the squad at the moment, nah. who's been brilliant. And also then you've got Karevi. I mean, wow. Yeah. Yeah, they're a good team. They're, they are a good team. And you're, you're right. I mean... To be fair, we did play them ble- like in the bledders low. Yeah, and absolutely, we absolutely dom- dominated. Them. But I just think that 
it just shows if you get a number of players in the right positions to get you that go forward ball, it makes such a difference. And with him being there, Karevi being there, it makes all the difference. It really does. You know, you got Tupo, Karevi, Valentini, Corin mm. uh, Betty, who all, when you give them the ball, are all explosive, going to get you over the game line players. Name a New Zealander that you know is going to get you over the game line. Sevilla? I think he might be the only one, you know. Might be the only one. Cody Taylor, maybe? Maybe. Maybe. Set up a good try, didn't he, Cody he, Taylor? A very good try, but th- I think that's probably it. And that's what we lack. Or do we? Do we lack? Who, who have we got that, that's gone to France? Oh, Lamarpe? is his name Lamarpe? Yeah, he would have been handy, wouldn't he? He would have been, If he yeah. was treated well. Treated like dirt. So that's what caught my eye. But also, South Africa, no game plan B um, when their rolling mall was stopped. And that's been when both kicking as well, against though. Australia and New Zealand. Yeah. People forget that. In the second game of the Aussie-South African fixture, the Aussies stopped the rolling mall and they had no answer. Yeah. And the same thing happened on, uh, on Saturday. The New Zealanders stopped the rolling mall and they still had so much joy with their box kicking. But it didn't make any difference. No. They couldn't get themselves over that whitewash. White, whitewash. Oh, whitewash. Whitewash, mate. Um, and just how many mistakes were there on the weekend? Yeah, just abbeys? loads of handling errors. Um, at crucial times as well. At crucial yeah, like times. like two metres out from the yeah. line. But and both they knock teams. On. Both teams. Both so. teams? There were a couple from South Africa, I think. Yeah, I do agree. Like close in, they yeah. that like close in. Not so much, you know. Like New Zealand's team to knock it on when they had go forward ball. Yes, and all like literally they were going to go over. Whereas South Africa might have been a tiny bit earlier than that. But they box kick, mate. South Africa got to the twenty-two, New Zealand's twenty-two, and box kicked it. I think something like seventy percent of the time. Well, the thing is, is I saw a stat maybe after about 30, 35 minutes, they had already kicked almost 400 metres. That's amazing. Yeah. It? And then uh, New Zealand had kicked like 160, 170. That's a stat, isn't it? So the first half. And to think also, most of their kicks are straight up and straight down. Yeah. To be fair, they had the wind, so it would have made a little bit of a difference. But yeah, you're right. Just a box kick doesn't normally go very far. No, you're talking about like 20 metres, yeah. 30 metres. Wow. I know. Tell you what, talk about kicks though. Pollard from 22 to 22. The I know. What a guy. I tell you what, he'd be, you'd want him on your force back team, wouldn't you? You'd, yeah. Who would you have on your force back team? Oh, Geordie Barrett, Pollard, uh, Hodge can kick a long ball. He can kick a long ball. Uh, Johnny May. Is it Johnny May? Johnny, nah, mate. Uh, not May. No, what, who is it then? Um, you know who I'm talking about, though, eh? Yeah, fullback. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm gone, mate. He can kick a long he way. He can kick a long way. Yeah. Do you know who else can kick a long way? Izzy Dag. Izzy, Izzy Dag, Dag from the back. A long way. Yeah, big, big kick. To be fair, so can Havili. Yeah, not nowhere near like that, though. No, but my last one, mate, spiral on it. My last one that I spotted was Argentina looked lost. Squad size becoming a real issue. 
always need to bring something different to challenge the big boys. So what I mean by that is, we saw against the All Blacks last year, what they brought to the game was a flat 15 defensive line, no one back. Yeah? No one, no one's ever seen that before. Yeah. But that's the type of stuff they've got to do. You know, remember Italy a few years ago when they just like didn't compete at the ruck and yeah, no one knew what cool. to do. Against um, England. Yeah, they've kind of got like... Argentina got to outthink the opposition. Yes. And I'm not sure whether or not they can do that enough to get success. Well, the thing is, is that you outthink someone once. You you can't really do it again, especially with the technology and what, what the coaches and players see. And, you know, the Italian game, that lasted a, a half. A half, yeah. A half. You know, and... To be, to be fair to them, it did work, but they didn't put enough, they didn't capitalise on it to actually win the game from it. No, whereas Argentina did yes. when they played the All Blacks. Yep. Didn't they? they had enough in attack yeah. and with Sanchez's boot that they could win it. Um, the other thing I mentioned was um, there's loads of mistakes from the All Blacks, but was that partly because they keep changing and chopping and changing their team? The week before, they had 11 changes. So that would mean that they possibly had 11 changes going into Saturday. Yeah. You know, um, is that wise? Is that a good idea? Well, you know, we don't know why they were changed. Were they injuries? Were they... It's just to give people a run out. Yeah. Like uh, the Ginger Ninja, mate, Scrum Half, the week before. <laughs> Finlay Christie. Finlay Christie. Do you rate him? Nope. <laughs> nope. He was awful. Very. Very awful. Um, mate, that is that is what caught my eye. Do you've got anything else that caught your nah. eye? Nah. Nah. Should we go to listeners' questions? Oh, yeah. Got a, got a good one. Do we? Go on there. You want to read out the listeners' question? I'll read it out. After watching my beloved box over the last few weeks, I have concluded <clears throat> that they have lost it <laughs> and will now struggle in the next World Cup. Boys, am I right? Please tell me I'm wrong. And that's from Alex in London. What do you reckon? I don't think they've lost it. They The Springboks, and I've, I've said this about New Zealand, and I'll say it about Australia, they're always there or thereabouts during a World Cup. It doesn't matter at all the lead into the World Cup. The World Cup is a different competition and they always seem to front up. Are they going through a tough patch? Yes. They've only lost three in a row, to be fair to them. They they played well against the Lions. They've now lost three in a row, two against Australia, one against New Zealand. It's it's a bump in the road. I think they got their game plan wrong. <clears throat> but the great thing about South Africa is if they want to play a more expansive game, they've got the players to do that. Definitely. You know, if they want to, they've got a great back line. You know, I mean, I wouldn't want to, I mean, I would want to play for them. You know, <laughs> you get paid a load of money, I'm sure. <laughs> but my point is, it'd be boring, hey? Imagine if you're like, imagine if you were Am out in the centres and... Or your you know, wingers. How well, literally I, barely touch the ball. At least if you're a winger or fullback, you're going to get kicks from the opposition yeah but, but then you pass aim. it on or kick it no but their game plan is to kick it back yeah, oh yeah true. I'll pass it into the middle true, kick yeah, it back yeah yeah true true I, I run like 10-5 but I'll, I'll, I'll just <laughs> kick it anyway 
So, uh, um, it'd be boring, wouldn't it? It'd be boring. Yeah. But so, to answer your question, Alex, I don't think I don't think they have lost it. Well, actually, sorry, I think they've lost it game plan wise at the moment. Yes. But I don't think you'll struggle at the next World Cup. Next World Cup is a couple of years away. Yeah, and I just go back. I think they've got the players. I think they've got the the young players that are coming through as well. I don't perceive it to be an issue. And I do think um, their current coaching setup, you know, I wouldn't wouldn't surprise me if they were playing this long ball game where they don't want to show their hand too early. They know what they want to try and to achieve. They don't want to show it too early so that basically people catch up to them. Because like what we saw before the last World Cup, you know, they, they were a bit like this. They had a really tough um, two years before, and then within a year and a half, they'd completely turned it around. Part of that is when you go into World Cup cycles and you go into the World Cup, you have a lot more time with your players. Yeah. And therefore, the good quality squad that they will be able to merge together. Well, it's refined and worked yeah, on, isn't it? hugely. So um, whereas New Zealand and Australia seem to the way that they play, they have access to their players, maybe more, not so much for Australia, but, you know, South Africa, a lot of their players are playing all around the world. Yeah. So bringing them through for a World Cup cycle and having, you know, kind of like two to three months working with them, they'll be humming on all cylinders at that point. So do I think they've lost it and they'll struggle at the next World Cup? Absolutely not. They will not struggle at the next World Cup. I hope they do, but they won't. And that's why sale sharks aren't doing very well at the moment. Because all their players. Because all their players are currently in uh, Australia. <laughs> yeah, in Australia, yeah. So no, mate, you've got nothing to worry about. My question to you is this. Tobwa. Eddie Jones has ruthlessly axed a number of players. Whether he's axing them or resting them, we'll only find out. But apparently he's axed Billy and Marco Vonapola. Jamie George and George Forward. Oh, I'm amazed by that. I am so amazed. And he's 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 axed them for younger players, right? My question to you is, being two years out from World Cup, would you stick with experience or would you go with youth? Like Eddie's doing by the looks of it. So I like I'm not talking about England. I'm not talking about if you were Eddie. I'm talking about if you were coaching a World Cup if team. If I was in Eddie's shoes. Yes. Okay. Uh, a yes. You'd go with what? The youth? I think I'd go with youth now and just test the waters with them. You know, you, you're two years out. You're you're quite a while out. And I'd say to the older ones, go play your club rugby. Keep match fit. I know what you can do. In situations like World Cups, your your um, you know your your play is great. Mentally, for the team, you're good. But I just want to have a look at these youngsters in an international <clears throat> setting, under pressure, and not bought into a World Cup squad cold. I think back five six years ago, he wouldn't have done this. He's had to do it though. No, no so let me. Let me say, let me tell you why I think he's doing what he's doing. Okay. 
I think he would have rather got rid of a number of them last year or the year, even the year before, right? In an ideal world, you look to rebuild for your next World Cup straight after a World Cup. So you look at your team and you go, he's too old, he's not going to be good enough, so I'll bin them off now and I'll start from afresh. The problem with that is you lose. And then you lose your job, right? So what he's done is he's stuck with the guys who he knows maybe aren't going to be there at the World Cup to ensure he gets victories. And now he's two years out from a World Cup. He can actually afford to lose for the next year because mm. they're not going to bin him off a year before the World Cup. Well, no, I'm sure he signed a contract till after anyway. Yeah. But, but even if he had, they could still bin him off. And just pay them off. Right, yeah. But they're not going to do that a year out from the World Cup. So, you know, this is the the crazy thing about professional sport. If you wanted the best result, you you should have done that a year earlier. But this day and age, you can't afford to lose games. No. You know, if he had lost games, more games than he actually ended up losing, then potentially two years out, they could have found another coach and said, right, you've got two years to sort this out. But they're not going to do that now. No. Guess who's first and foremost up for replacing him after the World Cup? Lamb. No, mate. Gatlin. Apparently, Gatlin, right up there. Wow. Would would Gatlin take it? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He so would, wouldn't he? He's so hilarious. And actually, he'd probably do a pretty pretty good job. He'd do a good job, yeah. Mate, what's your question for me? I don't have one. Don't be that guy. But I'm going to make one up. On the spot. Who's the best player in the world? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Now I've already answered that question. Karevi. Best player at the moment in the world, Karevi. Okay. Uh, who's the most overrated player in the rugby championship at the moment? Oh, the rugby championship. Yeah. Most overrated player. Yes. I'm going to say um, second row for South Africa. It's it's a Beth. It's a Beth. Really? Yeah, I think he's over. I think because he's so big and he's such a presence, people deem him to be better than he is. In saying that, their line-out is insane and it took New Zealand's line-out apart on the weekend. Well, it didn't though, did it? I think they only won two, two line-outs. We won one of them. As in no, like, mate, they won way more than two. Not against the throw. Really? I don't think so. I think so. Do you know who I think is the most overrated player? In the rugby championship? Yeah. Which team? He's in South Africa. What, in the South African team. Not not Khaleesi. Nah. No, he was good on the weekend. Off after Clerk? Yeah. Ooh. Actually, he's coming under a little bit of fire at the moment. Yeah. People from Sale are sort of saying... Yeah, he's expensive, you know. Maybe maybe he's not worth the money. Not surprised. He, I mean, to be he's honest. just kicking it away. And he's so good in his running game. So good. Oh, Those I, little snipes. I, he's a, he's I a, don't he's a think... good Tate McDermott or, or White. Yeah, but I just don't think you can blame him. I'm not blaming you know, him. It's like a game plan and the, and the coaches are sort of saying, this is what we want to do. And they're all just doing it. I'm not and, blaming him at all, but I'm saying at the moment... When I watch rugby, he's the most overrated player. Okay. I'll give it to you. And Finlay Christie. (laughs) 
you got to be a mean. That's a real. That's a that's a question fair, isn't it? Why is he on the team? That's a question fair. Has that devalued the All Blacks shirt? No, having Finlay Christie. Uh, well, there's obviously and no one better. Anyway, mate, it's time for guess, guess who? who? Do you have a clue? Can you guess who? Do you have a clue? Right. I'm going to bring my bad boys up. Can't just say it's been great doing the podcast with you again, mate. <laughs> great, <laughs> it really has. It has been, really has. So, do you want me to go first, mate? You always go first. Okay. So, current age, he's 41. Okay, he was. What? So, he, hang on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Current age, 41. Yep. yep. So, if you'd read the notes, oh, it I says read the notes. current player. Oh, does it? So, is he playing currently? Uh, maybe. But, okay, both of mine, I'm just going to say, aren't currently playing. All right, okay, 41. 41. To be fair, he's only just retired. Dan Carter. So, he's 41. Yeah, Dan Carter's 41. He yeah. was born Manly, Australia. Oh. Yeah. Wait, 180. KGs. No, sorry. That's <laughs> height. Height. Gotcha. <laughs> height, 180. Weight, 103. Oh. Mm. Mm. Yep. Are you ready? Are you ready? Playing career. Oh, no, no. Hang on. Hang on. Then I go, don't I? I go now. It's been such a long time you've forgotten. Okay, I have. I have. You're right. All right. So now I've got his age, 41. Yep. And I've got his weight, 100 and what? Hundred. His weight is a hundred and three, and he's one eighty. Yep. And he sounds like he's an Aussie. He he was born in Australia. All right. Okay. All right. First up, date of birth. Well, he's thirty three years of age. Thirty three. Birthplace: Auckland, New Zealand. Okay. Height: one hundred and eighty seven centimeters. Okay. Or six foot two. And weight, 90 kgs. It's pretty light. Hey, pretty light for the height. For the height, yep. How old is he? 33. 33? Yep. 33, okay, and he is not, it's okay, 33. Oh, that's a tough one. Okay, I don't know yet. I don't no, know. I have no idea about yours no. either. Okay. Playing career. Do you want me to go through the whole lot? Yes, please. Okay. 1999 to 45 points. Toulon, for a year, 30 appearances, 5 points. Um, one, of the, <laughs> one of the Japanese teams, 2011 to 2017, 67 appearances, 87 points. Mate, I'm really, I'm, mm. I'm goosed here. Hang on, here we go. I'll, I'll skip through a bit and get to the interesting ones. 2015, 2016, Wasps, 26 appearances. 2017 to 2018, 
Queensland Reds, 22 appearances. I'm going to say, like, I'm, I'm thinking 2018 Smith. to 2019, Bristol. So that's only Bristol. a couple of years ago. 23 appearances, zero points. 23 appearances. I'm thinking Smith. Well, there's loads of Smiths. Yeah, like the, the flanker Smith. George Smith. Yeah, he might not be that tall. What was he? What height was he? 180. Yeah, that's I thought George there, Smith would have been heavier than that, though. 103. Nah, I think it's Smith. Uh, I'm going to go for Smith. Hang on, let me let me get let me get <laughs> my thing. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang okay, on. Okay, okay. I'm going to go for Smith. Okay, you are correct. There we go. Well done. Woo-hoo. Well done, George Smith. It was George Smith. Yeah. Do you know the reason why I knew that was only because he played for so many clubs. My one to you, mate. Yeah. Yep. Here we go. 2006 to 2017, the Reds. 2007, oh no, actually, let's, let's, let's go to the big teams. 2015, 2016, Toulon. 2019, the Rebels. And 2019 till current, the Japanese liners, I can't pronounce the Okay, that's first fine. That's fine. Thing. Um, 2005, 2006, this is internationals, Australian schoolboys, 2008, Australian under-20s. Can you go, can you go back? 2008, Australia. Okay. And then 2016, in the sevens, played for Australia as well. Can you, can you go back for his Australian career, like international? His Australian career. Yeah. Started by the looks of it in 2008 to current. To current? To current. <laughs> to current? <laughs> to current, yes. As a oh. run out. Still playing. When was his last run out that I'm, you saw? No, I'm not going to tell you, you that. Saw. I'm not going to tell you that. That you saw? Yeah. You have to. All right, I'm going to say on Saturday. On Saturday? On Saturday, yeah. Because I was going to go Adam Ashley Cooper. Good shout, mm, but that's but not that. No, answer. okay. I'm just going to get the sound effects ready because um, if you don't get it now, then I win. I know, I know you do. I know you do. I've turned it right to up. Current. Shall I have a little weird. practice to see if Who's the wrong sound? Oh yeah, no, that works. <laughs> yep. Okay. He's really. He's quite old. Oh no, 30. he's only 30, 33. 33. So he's actually not that old, but he's been playing a long time. He's been playing a long time. He has been, yeah. I'm not going to say any more. Oh, is it Quade Cooper? Final answer? I thought Quade Cooper was older than that. No, it's Quade Cooper. It's Quade ready? Cooper, yeah. You're yes! Right. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I thought that was going to be easy. New Zealander playing for Australia. There's not many of those, mate. Oh, I'm, I forgot about that. Yeah, well. I forgot about that. Right, next one. Yeah. Okay. So this one should be quite easy as well for you. Mm, okay. Uh, he's 38. Okay. Uh, 178 centimetres and 85 kilograms. Okay. 
85 kilograms. He's like a scrum ki- half type thing. 85 eh? kilograms. 38. 38. It's not periwinkle, that's for sure. <laughs> Definitely not. No, not periwinkle. All right, do you want um, do you yep. want do you want yours? All right. Did you say where he was born? He was born in Sydney, oh, New South Wales, God. Australia. And he's 38. And he's 38. All right, so here we go. Uh, place of birth, New Plymouth, New Zealand. 197 centimetres and 111 kgs. Geordie Barrett. Final answer? Final answer. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you were close though, mate. Was I? Yeah. Oh, it must be Scott Barrett. It then. was, mate. Oh. But, but, but I can't give you that. Oh, no. it's, uh, oh, no. There you go, mate. Oh. oh, yeah. Good shout, though. You have kind of, kind of, kind of right. You got the mm. last name. I know. Right, go on. Hit, right. me. hit okay, me. Here I've, we all go. I've got to do is get this. All now. you've got to do is get this. Oh, I feel the pressure. You should feel the pressure. Sweet. Brumbies. 2001 to 2006, 40 points, 151. Oh, no, sorry. 40 appearances, 151 points. 2007 to 2009, Western Force, 37 appearances, 296 points. Brumbies, 2010 to 2011, 27 appearances, 307 points. So he's obviously a kicker, eh? 2002 to 2016, Australia, 103 points. Sorry, 103 appearances, 698 points. He's 38. He's 38. And then we've got, he played for Toulon for six years. Played in Japan for three. And he's currently playing. He's playing? He's currently playing. Just seen it. He's currently playing. But if I give you that club, it'll give it away. 38? Yeah. Is it going to be Burke? He's currently playing in LA. He's currently playing in LA? Yep. For their their team. Their Major League Rugby team. Oh, ghetto. Yes, well done. Ghetto, ghetto, ghetto. Well done. Wow. I don't think you would have got it. Yeah, if I, I didn't, do you know what? I didn't remember him being the kicker, but he was the kicker. Yeah, yeah. Good kicker as well. Very good. He? Good player. But, you know. 30. I was really struggling. One year actually. in Brumbies, 27 appearances, 307 points in 27 yeah. appearances. That's incredible, isn't it? That's that's a lot. That is a and lot. And then he buggered off overseas. Loved it, didn't he? Living the dream. Came back for the World Cup too, didn't he? He did, and then got concussed, didn't he? I've never, have you seen a concussion like that before where the, the arms, like, go out? Do you remember when he did that? He, he got knocked out, mate. It's not concussion. He's, he was... KO'd. He was dead. No, he wasn't dead, but you know what I mean. Well, after that, the, the Aussie team's World Cup chances were dead. It really was, wasn't it? Yeah. When he got done, I was like, oh, we've won. We've won now. Yeah. It was literally like... I mean, and the Aussies came back strong. It was a great final, yeah, wasn't oh, it? It was a great Man. final. Great final. Mate, it's always, isn't it been nice? It's been being good. Back. It's been good. Can I just say thank you to everyone that's got in contact with us since we've been away. I apologize for not getting in contact back. Yeah. It has literally been so busy that we have not had time for the podcast. I know, but also we've had 
we've sort of had the summer holidays, so we've, you, you know, you've had, well, you've been busy moving out in, well, into your new place, all that sort of jazz, you know, I've been overseas, getting yeah. COVID, get all that sort <laughs> of jazz. Do you get COVID? Nah, mate, I'm immune. You're bulletproof, eh? I'm immune. You're COVID proof. Mm. But again, you know, thank you for everyone. Who obviously sent in messages? Thanks to all the listeners. Thanks to you know Rug Super XV. Thanks to the Razzler Dazzler. Razzler Dazzler, who has um has, has sent in a couple of emails asking us, "Where are we getting back?" Weekly emails. No, not so much weekly, but oh. you know, like the the odd the prod that we needed. Right, yeah, the prod that I needed to get it sorted. Yeah, so it's great. No, it's good to be back, and it's good to be sitting across the room from you. In our new headquarters, yes, Mallinson House. (laughs) (laughs) No, our new spiritual headquarters uh, is the boarding house next to the old boarding house that we used to do this in. (laughs) So there you go. Anyway, mate, as always, it's been a pleasure entertaining the listeners. Thanks for we'll we'll (laughs) we'll be back next week. We will see you later. Podcast Network. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.